Hello, everyone. This is Deb McBride, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer podcast. It is Sunday, December 8th, and I am broadcasting from lovely Escazú, Costa Rica. And we have a very interesting week ahead, as always. (laughs) When do we not have an interesting week ahead? And I should preface this by saying we are now entering the hot period of the end of 2019 into 2020. And this is a major, major time for us. So let's get started. I'll uh, hit you with the important stuff first. The full moon that is on Thursday is at 19 degrees of Gemini. It is at 0.12 a.m., meaning it's it's 12 minutes into the day. So if you live on the East Coast, it's 12 minutes into the day, 12 minutes after midnight. If you live where I live, um, right now I'm in Central Time, it's going to be 11, 12 p.m. And the new moon, I mean, I'm sorry, the full moon precedes what is going to be the eclipse period so thursday's full moon is going to give us the opening to the eclipse period and that is always the case whenever we have an eclipse so the eclipse is the 26th of december the lunation that occurs two weeks prior opens the door to the eclipse the first eclipse then there's the eclipse then two weeks later there's the next eclipse and then two weeks after the final eclipse is the next lunation which kicks out the eclipse period so that occurs on january 24th now here we are we're starting the 12th of december through january 24th this is really the eclipse period even though we haven't hit the eclipses yet and won't until the 26th Okay, so now we're getting in the energy, we're getting revved up, the eclipses are starting, and this full moon is at 19 Gemini while the sun is at 19 Sagittarius. You are going to start feeling things moving towards the eclipse, and I can certainly feel them already. I'm already aware of it, so I'm seeing things coming over coming over the hillside. So I'm, I'm watching events start to line up that are going to be important around the eclipse period. So we need to start thinking about what's going to happen this week. And if you are thinking about important things happening on Thursday or at the end of the week or starting stuff that might begin over the weekend next weekend, well, then I can tell you that you are going into the what is to be the eclipse period and and those events and those subtleties are going to be lining you up for the eclipse now i don't believe that we are fully at the eclipse until we hit the eclipse and why i say that is because my teacher used to tell us that when you initiate something between two eclipses that it's usually like a miscarriage. So you don't want to initiate something new between December 26th and January 10th. What you want to do is be aware of what's going on in your life and like take notes and, and work through the stuff that comes up because eclipses always bring emotions to the table. What we're in now is preparing you for what may come up 
during the eclipse or what we're going to start being in as of Thursday. Uh, it's and when I say that, I don't mean that, uh oh, you know, all sorts of trouble. The sirens are wailing, you know, alarms go off, the sprinklers turn on. <laughs> no, um, what's happening is notice what's going on. Notice that, oh, well, I started this project at work, or I started this conversation with someone about a project at work, or, um, wow, I really feel like we're uh, moving forward on XYZ in my life, whatever that is, that XYZ, you know, solve for X. <laughs> and you, you need to watch the events and look at what's creating a pattern, what looks up at you when you look up at it, what's looking back at you, what is giving you the impetus to do something different or new or how that's manifesting. What's when you look out your door, what's looking back at you? What's looking when you look up at the moon <laughs> um, and we'll be having that full moon this week. What's what are you getting from it? And when you're saying to yourself, hmm, I feel things changing. I feel things moving. Yeah, things are moving. Things are changing. It's good. Um, it, it really means that we, we have to take a hold of this energy. And I mean that. Take a hold of this energy. You are not a victim. None of us are vi astrological victims. You need to take a hold of what's available to you and use it. And if you don't like what you're seeing, well, then change it. And eclipses, <sighs> eclipses, like I said, bring emotions to the table. So if you are feeling ecliptic <laughs> or you're feeling eclipsed, <laughs> then you need to look at what's doing that and how you need to understand it and how you need to not lose your temper, lose your head, lose your mind during these two eclipses. They're really intense. The second one happens with Saturn and Pluto. And so when I say don't do anything between two eclipses, I'm going to extend that to January 12th because the Saturn-Pluto is really the next big aspect after the eclipse it's really right on the eclipse so you know we're starting we're getting revved up even though we're not there yet you're going to start feeling the energy pick up and i've been feeling it for a while now but it's exciting it's good keep your head don't yell at people don't yell at yourself <laughs> and and just keep moving remember this is a gemini moon it's a full moon but it's in gemini so it's about information and it's about um, you know, communication. And speaking of communication and information, the ruler of Gemini is Mercury. And Mercury is finally leaving Scorpio. And it's leaving Scorpio after the long time in Scorpio since the beginning of October, all of October, going retrograde on the 31st, going direct, and then finally, finally going uh, out of Scorpio tomorrow when it goes into Sagittarius. Now, Mercury and Sagittarius is opposite Gemini, and Gemini is ruled by Mercury. So Mercury doesn't love being in Sagittarius, but it's certainly a lighter energy than Mercury and Scorpio. Scorpio is intense and deep and plotting and profound, and and what, what profound thoughts can come to us. So now we're going to start having some fun with Mercury a little bit, even though it doesn't love Sag. It's okay. Um, it's not going to stay in sad for very long because it's going to go into Capricorn on the 29th of December. So think about it. 
tomorrow's the 9th. It's going to go 20 days from now. It's going to go into Capricorn. So it's really only going to spend a little less than three weeks in, in Sagittarius. So, wow. Okay. So that's Mercury and Sag is, you know, a bit of a clown, um, a, a little funny, um, fiery, uh, bright ideas, quick, quick-witted, um, thoughts of wanderlust and travel, big ideas, big, big ideas. And now we have Mercury leaving Scorpio today, so it's any sort of intense thoughts or profound stuff. It's going to get a little lighter tomorrow. So remember what happened when Venus left Scorpio and Venus went into Sag, it was lighter. So I think that our thoughts will, well, I think that our thoughts, <laughs> I suppose that our thoughts will be a little more lighter and a, a little more energetic because it's it's a fiery sign, you know, it's an energetic fire sign. So ruled by Jupiter, which then brings us to the fact that Jupiter has moved into Capricorn, which we talked about last week at length, and we have four planets in Capricorn. And so that's all pointing to Saturn. So let's think about this. Mercury is going into Sagittarius tomorrow, which is, you know, ruled by Jupiter. Jupiter is in Capricorn. Hmm which points to Saturn. Uh, today, Mercury is still in Scorpio, which points to Pluto, which is in Capricorn. <laughs> so it's more, it's more Capricorn energy. Still, again, Capricorn energy. And Mars is still in its own happy place of Scorpio. So that's kind of ruling the heavens as is Neptune, which is its own place of Pisces. Um, so we really are looking at a whole lot of Saturn ruling the day and ruling the signs and ruling the heavens. So it's Mars and Scorpio, it's Neptune and it's Pisces, and it's Saturn for everything else. Saturn for the sun, Saturn for Jupiter, Saturn for Venus, Mercury, Pluto. Except when Uranus. Uranus, of course, is in... Uh, Taurus, but that brings us back to Venus, which is in Capricorn, which brings us right back to Saturn. So yeah, we got a lot of Saturn happening. So it's about reality. It's about focus. It's about commitment. And if you saw my little Instagram video that I made yesterday, you'll know it's about integrity and everything needs to be done with integrity at this time. So we are asking for our own integrity. We are asking each other to be use our integrity in our dealings and it's important to maintain our integrity and no matter what we do. Ask yourself that question. If you have a dilemma and you don't know whether it's important to go one way or the other, think about the path with the most integrity. So there you go. Um, in the meantime, so, you're, so our friend Mercury is changing signs to Sag. Uh, the full moon is on Thursday and that's big because it's starting the eclipse period. And then there's Venus. Well, Venus is very busy this week. So Venus, as we speak, is making a very lovely aspect to Neptune. And that's nice. We like when Venus talks to Neptune or talks to the outer planets in a lovely way. And Venus and Neptune get along fairly well because Neptune is sort of seen as the higher octave of Venus. And so Venus and Neptune are getting along right now in a very lovely way. And so this is good too share ideas, share creativity, share love, be compassionate, be creative, be 
be supportive and nurturing and um, have that sense of um, creativity and I keep saying creativity but but I guess I mean artistry look at your life as a work of art um, Neptune is the the higher level of artistry Venus is Venus is in Capricorn where but it's a grounding energy to be in Capricorn so it's it's kissing Neptune and so there's optimism and there's hope and there's maybe a little fantasy but it's okay um, there's some real beauty to be seen right now. And so it's important to see the beauty in your life, the beauty in your relationships, the beauty in your friendships, the beauty in your work. And as I always say, it's important to have gratitude. So it's, you know, holiday season. It's a time of gratitude. It's a time to be grateful for what we do have. And, you know, not necessarily, um, it doesn't necessarily mean to be material. Venus and Neptune are a lovely uh, relationship. And I'm glad Venus is speaking sweetly to Neptune right now because as of Wednesday, Venus is going to conjunct Saturn. So Neptune is at 15 degrees and Venus is at 15 degrees of Capricorn. Neptune's at 15 degrees of Pisces. And so it's halfway through Pisces, Neptune. And so... Venus is then going to move along and go to Saturn, which on Wednesday, when they get together, is going to be, that's the 11th, um, it'll be 19 degrees. And so that's 19 Capricorn. And when we look at that, we're getting very, very close to that Saturn-Pluto degree. That's going to be 22. So when we have Venus visiting Saturn. Lots of things happen. So it's in Capricorn, so Saturn rules. Venus conjunct Saturn again. We need to have integrity. We need to be paying attention to focus and commitment. We need to be paying attention to our work. Um, we need to pay attention to our words and how we treat people. Venus Saturn's a little tough. It's tough because it's really in a place of, um, you know, uh, it's, it's in a place where we may not feel the compassion and we may feel, well, too bad. That's rough. Well, too bad. You know, life's tough. You know, you can't handle it. You can't handle the heat. Get out of the kitchen. Saturn's a little unfriendly in that way, especially when it gets together with Venus. That's why I'm happy that Venus is talking to Neptune because ne Venus will still be in a mild aspect with Neptune and coming out of that compassionate aspect and still walking through it and then hitting Saturn. Hopefully we're all going to remember what compassion feels like when Wednesday comes and Venus hits Saturn. It may not be the ideal situation um, that Neptune presents, you know, Saturn is a little more realistic and kind of, you know, makes us wake up and smell the coffee and be focused and get to work. And, and so we have to not bum out <laughs> because Venus Saturn's a little tough. If you have Venus Saturn conjunct in your chart, you're going to feel this. This is what we call a recurrence. Venus and Saturn can help us get work done. Venus and Saturn can help us create something and hold it in our hand. 
And that's the beauty of Venus and Saturn together. It's like, wow, I really see something taking form. It's like, think of modeling clay. Think of an architectural uh, structure. Think of creating some sort of structure or something really tangible in your life. Yeah, that's good. I, I really think that we have to use the energy that way. It's not the best energy for starting a new relationship. It's not the, like, the most fun energy. It's, hmm, there's a lot of karma here. So, you know, when we have Venus and Saturn together, it's important for them to be sort of kept in perspective. Don't get completely bummed out because this is, uh, you know, a little bit hard on the aspects. It's going to occur at 5.04 a.m. Eastern Time. I would be very sweet to yourself. Remember this Neptune? I would not be hard on myself. I would be um, kind to yourself and others. And remember the kindness. Because Venus Saturn, um, <laughs> my teacher used to say, you know, it's the Wicked Witch of the West. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be so cold. And it doesn't have to be so calculating. It doesn't have to be that. It can be Hey, I made something creative, and it's I'm finally starting to see it take form. It has to be, it can be a structure. Um, architects have to work with Venus Saturn all the time. They're making something creative. They're creating a structure. There you go. Um, whenever we, if we don't have Venus and Saturn come together once in a while, our, uh, people don't, you know, create something they can hold in their hand. And so it's important, but it's also important to see that what we do have when we feel we lack venus saturn can make us feel like we're lacking something and it's important to to be feeling like we can we can gain during this now remember where saturn is pluto is so on friday venus is going to conjunct pluto so huh this is an interesting few days wednesday we have venus come to saturn friday we have venus come to pluto in between there's this space that's you know, not very big. There's a couple of degrees where Venus is going to be at 19 degrees of Capricorn. And then by the time it gets to Pluto, which is at 21 degrees of Capricorn, there's two degrees in there. It will come to Pluto on the uh, 10, 13 a.m. Eastern time on Friday, on the 13th. And remember what I've been saying about Saturn and Pluto all along. A planet comes to Saturn like the moon, every month we deal with the moon coming to Saturn, or we deal with some planet like Mercury or the sun or something coming to Saturn, and then it goes to Pluto. First, Saturn says, nope, it's impossible. It's never going to happen. Forget it. Never going to work out. Pluto says, mm -mm -mm -mm. you got to empower yourself. So you're hit with your limits. Remember the wall of Saturn. We're going to hit Saturn first. We're going to go to the transformation of Pluto. This is no exception for Venus. Venus does this too. So when we see Venus come to Saturn and we go, oh, all is lost. I don't have my hope. I feel just devastated or I feel bummed or I feel I'm just going to give up on that project because it's just not feeding me. Something's going to happen by Friday that will say, aha, I had to learn a lesson with that. It's just medicine. So I took my medicine and now I'm empowered and now I feel like, oh, that's the puzzle I've got to figure out. So this is a puzzle. And once again, we're, we're being struck with Saturn first and then Pluto. And so what we have to remember is, okay, 
I see my limit, I'm going to transcend the limit. I see where I feel stuck, I'm going to empower myself. This has got to be the same remembrance this week. You've got to do the same game with yourself this week. It's just a puzzle. Think of it as a mathematical puzzle. Venus is moving from 19 to 21. It's numbers. It's going to say, I'm going to hit the wall and I'm going to drive right through it. Got to drive right through it. You're going to say, yeah, I see the wall. You know what? There's a way around it. There's a way through it. There's a way through it that empowers me. And so that is what the name of the game is this week. Now, remember what I said about Thursday. Thursday's the day we have the beginning of the eclipse period. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday this week is very important because it's going to start giving us a clue as to what this that this eclipse period is about and where we might run into the wall, where we've got to transcend the wall, empower ourselves, and remember this for the eclipse because in two weeks we have an eclipse, but that eclipse is with Jupiter. And then the following eclipse is with Saturn-Pluto. Now remember July. Remember July, we had two eclipses. There was one early in the month, and there was the one later in the month. The one later in the month is the one that was opposite Saturn and Pluto. This second eclipse is the one that's going to be with Saturn and Pluto, just like back in July. But it's our journey that we're on right now, and our time that we need to take to remember that this is something we have to empower us, use to empower ourselves, something we have to empower ourselves with. We can't just give up <laughs> and say, oh, well, I guess that's not going to work out. You got to find a way out of this. You got to find your way through this. You've got to find your way into this, through this, and out of it empowered. And that's the name of the game. And that's where we've got to, you know, find our, our path in this. I never said it was going to be simple. <laughs> um, the faster we process the fear, the anxiety, the agitation that we get when we deal with Saturn and we move through it and we get to Pluto, that's when the faster we're going to get to our empowerment. You've got to remember that and you've got to stay strong during this because it may feel like your hope is lost. You can't lose hope, especially this week especially this week. But this week is going to start playing the tune for us that we're going to need to sing through the end of December and into January. We've got to get through this with integrity and with wisdom and with empowerment, empowerment. And if we can't, if we have, there may be things that we have to give up. There may be things we have to surrender. It's like, all right, how about surrendering fear and anxiety? That sounds good to me. <laughs> Instead of hanging on to it. Oh, but, but, but what if? Well, the hell with what if. So what? You grew up with that. You got to change your parameters. You got to change your paradigm. You have to move through this and remember that Pluto's on the other side saying, you know what? I'm here to empower this. And in order to empower, we have to transform. So we've got to let go of what's not letting us transform, and that's probably fear and anxiety, whatever's holding us back. Um, that's the big deal this week, okay? So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, mm, lots of stuff to do. In the meantime, Mars will be making a lovely aspect to Neptune. So here we have today Venus making a lovely aspect to Neptune and Mars making a lovely aspect to Neptune on Friday. That's really lovely. That's great. It's it's positive. Mars is going to try Neptune early, uh, you know, early in the day, 6.56 a.m. Eastern time. And Mars 
in Scorpio, trying Neptune in Pisces is, you know, this is actually quite good. Marth likes being in Scorpio. Neptune likes being in Pisces. There's going to be some information in those days that really helps us out, that really helps us stay empowered, get empowered, know what creative solutions there are to these matters. Mars is ambition. Mars is confidence. Mars is the one that says, hey, I know how to solve this. Mars rubs its hands together and says, ah, let, let me at this problem. Let me tackle this and let me tackle it creatively because my buddy Neptune is in his own sign and we're going to we're going to take this on and be creative about it. That's very cool. That's going to help us get ourselves through this. We're going to we got to find our creative solutions. We've got to find our empowerment and we've got to use that Mars which is in its own sign and Neptune, which it's in its own sign. And remember what I said before, they're not talking to Saturn. They're, they are, they are talking a little bit to Pluto, Mars is, but Mars really holds firm in Scorpio because it was always the ruler of Scorpio before they discovered Pluto. So I think the buck stops with Mars in Scorpio. doesn't have to go to Pluto, which is in Capricorn. Um, I think that that's a real helper here because they aren't in that equation. They're in their own equation, which is going to help us out. So look, think outside the box. Think of creative solutions. Don't let Venus Saturn bum you out and find the creative solution and structure. In the meantime, the magical combination of Jupiter and Uranus are going to get together and they're going to kiss each other too. And that's not till the week from today, next Sunday. And Jupiter trines Uranus maybe a couple times a year, but Jupiter is in Capricorn and Uranus is in Taurus. So there's, uh, there's creative solutions there too. So we've got some really good aspects coming up. Jupiter's expansion and abundance. Um, in Capricorn, it's limited. It's not that expansiveness that we knew in Sagittarius. But like I said last week, we've got to have some structure to Jupiter's plans that it made while it was in Sag. And the experience of connecting with Uranus is, is really that magical experience that, that they're talking to each other very, in very good words, in very good manner. It's like, hey, where can we expand the eclectic qualities here? Where can we expand the innovation? Where can we expand on thinking outside the box? And where can we expand on sort of breaking down barriers and and doing something cool and different and where can we expand on the innovation so all is all is moving along and we've got helpers here i like that i like that we have helpers to to get us through this interesting time of eclipse opening the door and venus talking to the outer planets Venus speaking to Saturn and Pluto is important because we have to, you know, something's got to, this is going to help us prepare for that eclipse in January. So take notes, be aware. And did you pay attention to where you were in 2007? Because Jupiter and Pluto are going to eventually see one another, but we have time for that. Um, but I really feel like we can do some good work this weekend, this, this coming week and in the, to the weekend with these helpers of Mars trining Neptune and Jupiter trining Uranus. And they're gonna they're gonna give us some grand ideas. So I like that. Any questions, any desire to have 
an astrological session, you can go to my website, thegoldenastrologer.com. Um, my Instagram is also the Golden Astrologer. My YouTube page is also the Golden Astrologer, and my Twitter is at Deb Astrology. This has been the Golden Astrologer podcast. I'm Deb McBride. I offer you um, this every week. I have my website where you can uh, schedule a, a session with me. You can also read my blog and listen to back episodes of the podcast and read more about me and my expertise um, for other aspects as well, such as emotional clearing. But I bid you a good week and I will see you on the other side of these interesting, interesting days ahead. And let's all stay in touch and talk about what Venus is doing this week and see how it prepares us for the eclipse time ahead. Have a lovely evening. Thank you for listening.